The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell along with Jenna Tobble. And Haley Howard from First Alliance Credit Union in Rochester. Good morning. Morning, Andy. Good morning. Well, maybe, Jenna, do you want to take care of the introductions with Haley? Sure. So I have with me today Haley Howard. She's one of our lending advisors. Um, And I'm going to let Haley kind of introduce herself a little bit, talk about her role at the credit union. All right, Haley. Hi, everyone. Uh, My name's Haley Howard, as they said. I currently work in the Byron location at First Alliance Credit Union as a lending advisor. I've been with First Alliance for about four years now. Um, I moved here from Colorado about five years ago and have been with First Alliance almost the entire time I've been here in Minnesota. Well, fantastic. What we've been talking about is credit scores last couple weeks, mm-hmm. and I imagine we're going to continue along that line. And more specific to that, it'd be paying attention to the credit score mm-hmm. and managing my credit score and what what could I do to change that magical little number that we have on that credit score? Sure. So you can definitely influence your credit score. And if you kind of remember back about two weeks ago with Robin, where we talked about those five like main areas that make up the credit score. So your payment history is the biggest one. The amounts you owe on your debts would be the second largest. And then we're looking at length of your credit history, any new credit, and then the different types of credit that kind of play into that credit score. And so if you can really kind of start to understand these different areas that make up your credit score and how they influence each other, you can start to understand how you can influence your own credit score to a degree. Um, and there's definitely kind of steps you can take if you're weaker in one area than another. And um, I think that's why I brought Haley with okay. me so she can fill us in on all the details of these. So of this, this is this financial literacy we've been talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Okay. So maybe we'll start with payment history, seeing as that is probably the biggest one that we have out there is influenced your credit score according to mm-hmm. what the topics we've covered before. Um, how does that affect your credit score, Haley? And uh, how can I improve? Well, I, I think it's pretty obvious what I can do to improve it. I can make my payments, right? Yeah. But maybe we'll start with how it affects it. Yeah, definitely. So maintaining a solid repayment history is the biggest factor in keeping your credit score high. Um, It's best to always pay your bills on time if you need to set reminders on your phones or set up automatic payments. If you currently are late or you're missing payments, try your best to get current and to stay current, and that's really going to help you. If you find yourself having trouble every single month, um, the best choice would be to reach out to your lender right away for help and see if maybe you can restructure those debts in some ways. So if I'm one day late, is that going to have a big impact? No, generally a late payment is going to report on your credit bureau after 30 days. Oh, goodness. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is there a recommendation from you folks to make sure that you don't fall into that trap of you know routinely being late? I mean, I know myself, I, I routinely schedule them probably five days ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Is that something you guys recommend as well? Yeah, it's definitely better to get in the habit of paying them either beforehand or on time because if you get into that stretch of always paying it in your grace period, something could happen. And then at the time, if you don't have the money, you've already missed out on maybe a grace period that you could have used, but you don't ever want to get in a habit of paying them as late as possible because you could miss it by one day and that costs you a late payment on your credit score. And plus, 
whatever fees they're going to charge me for as well. Correct. The nasty fees. Yeah, and I would just throw in too, I mean, with the technology you have these days to set up automatic payments or to have, you know, your direct deposit kind of split up differently, you could pay your loan without ever actually having to physically pay your loan. You can do it all automatically now, which if you're not using that, I think you're really missing out on us <laughs> on kind of a stress-free opportunity to manage your money. Especially if you have any difficulty remembering that you need to do this and yeah. sit down and do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if I, how bad is it going to hurt me if I am that 30 days late on the credit score? We put, mm-hmm. you know, um, previously we've talked about, well, if you did this, it's going to cost you this this many points. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Is there a way to gauge that at all, Haley, or is that... Do you see... The, it's hard to say an exact okay. number of how many points. It kind of depends on how many trade lines you have and how, you know, if you only have a couple and you're making late payments on both of them, it's going to be detrimental to you. Um, but it's it's going to drop it, but it's hard to gauge an actual number. Okay. And how about, okay, I'm running behind. How do I get caught up? <laughs> if you're the person who's digging the hole, is there uh, any recommendations you have for those folks as to a strategy to, you know, get themselves current? You know, I would definitely always start with uh, looking at how you're budgeting your money, fill out a budget worksheet, see where some of that's going, but also talk to your lender. Maybe there's restructuring. It could be something as simple as your payments don't line up with your payroll date, which is generally something that could be changed to help you out. Are the uh, the lenders receptive when folks who do call up and say, you know, I don't want to get behind, I'm having a problem here? Can you help me out? Oh, absolutely. That's that's something we look at. You're trying to get ahead of of a situation that could impact your credit poorly, and, and we want to help you do that. How about managing how much money I actually owe? And, uh, and what kind of role does that have in all of this, the entire equation? So owing money is not necessarily a bad thing when it comes to your credit score, but you want to watch your utilization of that. So if you have um, higher limits on your cards. You want to try and keep the balances as low as possible. It's not really going to hurt you if you have small balances on there, but it's when you get into maxing out those cards or um, putting a lot of money on those that you're going to use up all of the utilization, which is a huge impact on your credit score. So the utilization is the difference between how much I can take and how much I'm actually using? Correct. Yep. So your, your limit is one thing versus how much you have on the card, which would be your balance. So you want to try and keep your balance on the total number of revolving trade lines you have under 30 to 50% at all times. Okay. And I imagine actually having a, uh, actually seeing um, progress towards reducing the principal. I, I imagine that's a big deal to the, the folks who keep track of this, the, the credit rating agencies. Yeah, absolutely. It's It doesn't do a whole lot of good to keep moving the money around to keep switching them from card to card with 0% interest because really you're just moving the money from one place to another. You're not paying it down, which is really what they need to see in order for it to impact your score. So they are tracking even that sort of thing. That's right. And, and if you're opening up new cards just to move money around, you're actually going to hurt your credit score because you're opening up new trade lines in short amount of time. Periods. Yeah. Which That's if what you, we did yeah, discuss. yeah, <laughs> if you're, you know, what we did talk about, if you're checking your credit all the time to pull new lines of credit, that itself can ding your credit. So that's a hard doing, pull yeah. compared to the mm-hmm. soft pull that we were yeah. talking about earlier. Yeah. Wow. So a lot to keep in mind. 
trying to the main thing the message we're getting from all this is stay on top of your money mm-hmm. and stay on top of where you are and how much you owe how much you have coming in mm-hmm. and pay attention to it rather than go i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah don't just go i don't know there's uh, there's answers you, out there but i imagine you run into that quite a bit for you know mm-hmm. people starting out that mm-hmm. i don't know i don't keep track of what's in my checking account i deposit my you know my pay and i go about and uh, hopefully mm-hmm. <laughs> hopefully i don't bounce Ooh, anything yeah there's some pretty uh loose money managers out there <laughs> <I think. laughs> that's what the program is all about the good money moves program is to hopefully everybody's listening for the information being provided, you become a better money manager. Exactly. Right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more of Good Money Moves, talking about how we can uh, how we can influence our credit score, obviously, and hopefully raise it and uh, make it more uh, advantageous for us in the times we actually need to borrow money. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell along with Jenna Tobble and Haley Howard from the First Alliance Credit Union. And we're talking about credit scores again, this time how to manage our credit history, our manage our money. Uh, I don't know how else to say it, ladies, to improve our credit scores, right? Yeah. Or at least to not have our credit scores worsen. Yeah. Uh, to manage things. Exactly. Yeah. And um, one of the things that we, we didn't really touch on this that much, just slightly in a previous show, uh, the length of your credit history. And I know the longer you have a credit history, that can be a positive but does it automatically mean a higher score the longer I've been at this? So not necessarily. A long history of credit accounts paints a picture of how well you've managed your credit over the years and indicates to lenders your loan repayment behavior. So in general, longer history with positive repayment leads to a better score. Um, and then longer history with negative repayment leads to lower scores. But you don't have to always have a, a trade line that has been open for 10 years in order for it to be doing good for you if you're following you know the other steps the utilization and the on-time payment history you can still manage to get your score up pretty high looking back how far back do they look for i guess poor behavior or um, mismanagement of credit well i i want to say uh, like if you have something as big as like a bankruptcy on there, that can stay on there, what is it, seven to 10 years? Um, so that's a pretty long time to recover from that. So that's not something you're going to recover from right. overnight. Um, but if you have, you know, just one or two missed payments over the span of 10 years, that's going to be a significantly different credit score than somebody who's got a bankruptcy, things like that. So it really does just depend on how consistently are you either paying on time or not paying on time over that span. That really affects that um, overall uh, like credit history okay, so segment. Just to give you an example of a person who had a bad run, mm-hmm. something happened, you know, some crisis, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they got way behind 
I went through a period where you know they were in arrears. Mm-hmm. They had a hard time catching up, and they went through, uh, let's say, a couple years mm-hmm. of it being all messed up. But then finally got both feet back on the ground and started rebuilding things and doing things the right way. Mm-hmm. How long was that sort of thing going to stick with you? Well, again, I think that's really going to depend, and Haley, maybe you can kind of fill this in a little bit more, but it's it's really, again, going to depend on what how much you're already utilizing, right? So going back to those first two kind of areas that we talked about with your credit score. So your overall payment history before that. Yeah. And did you make any on-time payments at all during that, let's say, two years where you were really struggling? Maybe you had a job loss or you were sick or something like that where you just were kind of jumbling all these new stressors in your life um, versus you were brand new to credit and you never had that positive history to begin with. And then you're starting out making poor payments. (laughs) Um, So those are, again, it's so situational. It's really hard. And you remember the first episode where we started talking about credit scores, I said those um, calculations that they use to develop your credit score are so complex that that's why it's so situational. You just, it's really hard. to be like just general about this because it really does depend on your specific situation. But I guess the general message is that even if you did do all of this, mm-hmm. the bad stuff, yeah, there it's not a permanent problem. No, right? It's fixable, completely, very fixable. That, and that's kind mm-hmm. of the message that First Alliance Credit Union has with the financial literacy is get started on it, right? Yes. Get to work. Yes doing the right thing (laughs) yeah and we'll show you how for your situation okay and that's what it's all about you meet with somebody Mm -hmm. from the credit union and sit down and say this is how i got myself into the mess Mm -hmm. and you guys help provide a roadmap out yeah yeah that's what Haley does all day long (laughs) she can kind of speak to that (laughs) process well a big part of this is discipline and i imagine that a lot of it's lack of discipline that got folks into trouble Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And sometimes, really, it's just lack of knowledge, too. This isn't stuff that's taught in high school no. or, you know, sometimes your parents don't teach you it. And so if you don't know, you know, sometimes you don't do it responsibly. And then, you know, but we're here to, to teach you how to do that responsibly. And you might come to us for a loan and we, we can't help you at this time, but we will surely get you on the road to how we can help you. And, and it's going to take discipline from both us and you if you follow that roadmap we will get you where you need to be. Is there a common theme to the the people who find themselves in a place where they're having a problem getting a loan or they've wrecked their credit? Generally, just life happens. Things happen. Things happen. You know, divorce, kids, loss of job. We understand that. Things happen. I I think I related the story to you when I was Mm -hmm. 18 years old and thought I knew everything. <laughs> I, got that, we all? I got that first credit card. Yeah. And I thought, oh gosh, I could buy this and I can buy that and I'll take care of this and I have this. I'll go out to dinner and I'll do this and I can make that minimum payment because, oh boy, they only want $15 a month. And I had no clue that there's no way I'd ever pay this thing right. off without making more than the minimum payment. Is that the, a common thing you run into, that, that misunderstanding of how interest rates work and all of that? Right, absolutely. Yeah, a lot um a lot of the the situations people get themselves into when they were younger is just that they really don't understand how it works and and you don't understand that a credit card with a $5,000 balance 
with a 20% interest yeah. rate, it's going to cost <laughs> take you 22 years to pay that card off if you keep paying the minimum payment. The so, math is not in your right. favor. <laughs> no, it's not. Is taking on additional credit lines, I think you used another term for that, but you know, going out and um, getting whatever store card it is because they offer a special that if you have their card, they're going to give you another 15% off. Yeah, so is that going to hurt me badly? Again, it kind of depends on your situation or how many, you know, if you've been opening these cards every time you go shopping, yes, it is going to hurt you. You you know, opening a lot of new credit lines in a short amount of time can really hurt your credit. And, you know, when it's in the lending process and, and the when we're trying to discover the, the full picture, it doesn't look that well, you know, to, to a lender's perspective because... We're fearing that maybe there's something going on. Why are you opening so many new trade lines in such a short amount of time? Is something going on, you know, besides just the credit score fact? But um, it can be helpful if you're if you're just building credit. It's good to have a credit card to start out with. Um, but again, you want it to be you're taking out this credit line because you want to build credit, not because you need to use the money on it. Because, again, if you take out one credit card to build your credit and then you max it out, that is not going to help you at all. <laughs> is it better when you take that one credit card to build your line to you know, put a balance on it and then pay it off every month? Or is it better to let it go to a payment history and actually so the credit card company makes money on the deal? I mean, I don't know which way to look at that. You know, I would say that in a general because – when you're younger, you might not need to to put any money on there to use it. Um, but as you get older, you might have to use that card once in a while. So if you just designate it to be one small bill that you pay every month, maybe your cell phone bill is only $50, put it on there and pay it off. But essentially, the utilization piece of it, if you have that credit card and you're not using it at all, it is going to help your credit score oh, really? just as much because it's going off of the capacity. If that's your only card... And and you have a thousand dollar balance, and you're not using it at all. You at all times have a hundred percent capacity. Versus if you use it, you say you put a hundred dollars on there. Well, now you've used ten percent of that capacity. And but, of course, you want to use it once in a while because it needs to stay active. But even not having a balance on that card is still going to help your credit score. Okay, but I don't have a payment history then either. Well, it, it actually is going to report just like you're paying on time because you technically are. You don't have a payment due, oh. so you, you you technically are paying. So okay. it really does. It would report. Um, it's going to report that you have, if you've had it for 24 months, it's going to report that you've made 24 on-time payments, even if you've never made a single payment on it. Well, you taught the old guy a new trick. <laughs> <I didn't know. laughs> well, we're going to take another quick break, and we'll get back to more Good Money Moves. With Jenna Tobble and Haley Howard, I'm Andy Brownell. And back in just a few seconds, News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome back to Good Money Moves on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Andy Brownell along with Jenna Tobble and Haley Howard talking about the confusing world of credit scores and credit ratings. (laughs) I don't know if I'm... 
any less confused now than I was when I started. <laughs> but I, at least I get the idea. The higher the number, the better. The lower number, the worse. And I and my behaviors directly influence what that score is going to be. Um, we've talked about taking out additional credit. We touched a little bit on utilization and capacity. And, well, maybe we should talk about that just for a few minutes more. Because I'm still a little bit confused. Haley, maybe you can... Um, but is there a difference between the two, utilization and capacity? I understand that if I have a $5,000 credit limit on my one card, that's my capacity, correct? Right. So capacity is going to be how much you have available to you. And, and that's overall? On the card, yep. and Or on all of your revolving trade okay. lines, which would be credit cards and lines of credits and things like that. Um, they're kind of interchangeable. Utilization is how much how you're utilizing that. So how much money you're using off of that. And, and then that directly affects the capacity. So if, if you're using 50%, you're utilizing 50% of your limits, then you have now 50% capacity available. So essentially they're, they're kind of interchangeable. It's you're, you're using the capacity on your cards. Okay. So I went on vacation Mm -hmm. and that would be a higher utilization rate for me than, normal. Will that have an impact? So it depends on, again, your um, habits. So if you come back from vacation and you pay that amount off, you know, before your next cycle, then no. But if you're generally your card reports at having, you know, 20% capacity on there, and then it happens to report the next week that you get back from vacation and you haven't paid it off, and it's now at um, 80% utilization, that means you've dropped your capacity to 20% which is therefore going to most likely drop your score. But again, if, if maybe that's your only card, or not your only card, excuse me, and you have a lot of other cards that don't have balances on them, it might not drop it as much because you have more capacity than just that one card. Someday we'll learn about these algorithms. <laughs> <laughs> the mystery behind how they can... I mean, there's a lot of variables you're talking mm-hmm, about. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Okay, um, multiple types of credit. Um, is it important to have a a mix of credit out there? Yeah, so your credit um, score is going to look at a different combination of all of the the loans that you have. So credit cards, installment loans, which are vehicle loans or personal loans, um, mortgages, everything like that. So if you have, uh, you know, just one or two credit cards and an installment loan with good payment history and good utilization, that's going to help you uh, raise your score. You don't necessarily have to have one of each type of loan. It's never a good idea to just specifically open up one type of of loan because you don't have that. That's not okay. going to decrease your score. So um, the let's say I take out the car loan. That's Does that affect my capacity then because that's an installment loan? No. Okay. So that's out of the mix. Right. So that's strictly payment history on that part of it. Right. Okay. See, I'm kind of picking this. <laughs> <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we wrap up here, maybe we can um, – I know the – First Alliance Credit Union has a ton of resources available. I've been to the website. Yeah. Obviously, that's the place we can go. What what kind of things can we find if we go to the website, Jenna? Sure. So we actually have kind of a complete guide to credit scores on our website. So if you go to just go to our homepage, and then there's a tab that says learn. And in that drop down, it says credit resources. That tells you everything we've talked about today, the last 
two weeks and what we're going to talk about next week too, which listen in for more information on credit scores next week. Um, but then also just sitting down with one of our lending advisors and letting letting them go through your credit report with you and explain you know, what you have going on. Why is your score where it's at based on what you have in your specific financial situation? And you'll learn a lot about it just from that you know, 30-minute conversation. Um, and then also we have our uh, credit score tool that's in our mobile app and on our online banking that will give you your, your credit score along with some tips and kind of advice on you know, how to improve your score from there and some really good FAQs on just credit scores in general that you can just kind of learn for yourself. So odds are it's going to mention utilization yes. and capacity. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> Sounds wonderful. So yeah. uh, we'll talk more next week about uh, managing your credit and more financial literacy on Good Money Moves. This program and all of our past programs, of course, are available in a podcast form on com. Visit our website, go to uh, local podcast, click on that. And of course, you'll find the program and the previous programs all there ready for you to go. We'll see you ladies next week. Thank you. Thanks, Thank Andy. Thank you so much, Haley and Jenna. I'm Andy Brownell. Uh, Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.